going to be huge very, very quickly. It's also going to get saturated very, very quickly. So if you <laughs> want to make money using, you have to go now because there will be a trillion people within less than a month is my prediction. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Teen Finance Podcast. I don't know if you can tell or not. I'm a wee bit sick. I've been under the weather for the past day or yeah, no, last night was pretty painful. Not going to lie, because I had homework to do and not I just went on my bed and I fell asleep. And then I woke back up at 3 a.m. just because I was like sick and in pain. And I did a little bit more of my homework. I like write. I literally had to write a, a, like a leadership campaign speech and I finished it today. I don't know if did you see me go to the bathroom today in physics? No. Okay. Well, I asked to go to that's good then because that means I was discreet. But I'm like, all right, can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> and I went and I, and I finished. I finished my speech and printed it out in the library. So that's that thing. <laughs> nice. But yeah, basically, it's a uh, we out here. The the Monday night podcast is the is the one Monday night. If you don't know, we post these Tuesday morning at three a.m. So this is about five hours before the the pod actually goes up. But hey. Hey, it's, it's all right. Oh, that just crazy. makes it, it's like live, basically. This is almost live. For all of our 3 a.m. listeners, right? Yeah, who doesn't listen to it <laughs> at 3 a.m.? I thought everyone did that. Yeah, it's like, wait, it's like when a, when Stranger Things goes in premieres, people stay up to like 3 a.m. Same thing, but with the teen finance spot every single week. All right. Yeah, um, exactly. I'm, I'm going to try to not talk too much this episode because I don't sound great, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, Maceo has me... I'm just like, I'm so excited for, I want to know how to save 40% on my dream home. Not going to lie. That sounds, that sounds pretty enticing, but yeah. yeah. So here is the whole gist of it. So there's a way that you can save 40% off of your dream home, right? Mind blowing. And this method of probably only be applicable for the next few months, but if you can act on it now, shoot, I need to go make enough money to buy 60% 60% of my dream house, like, soon. Black card. Black um, card. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, of course. <laughs> of course. But the whole idea is Zillow, right? An open house. Two massive real estate companies. Well, Zillow's huge. Open house is there. Trying to, trying to follow in Zillow's footsteps. I haven't heard of open house, so. Open house is, like, ah, uh, it's just, like, Zillow. Just, like, okay. smaller Zillow, maybe. Got it. But, um during the start of the pandemic and everything and like once houses like peaked and they started falling down zillow went around and bought a ton of super nice houses and so Hmm. did open house they followed in their footsteps and um zillow doesn't have that many ways of making money they don't really charge listing fees or anything too crazy yeah so those houses that they bought at the peak of the market are now worth way less and they're like getting squeezed a little bit financially so they're listing all these houses and you go through Zillow and you find houses that are listed by Zillow and they're like 40 to 50% under market value huh. right now. <laughs> so I need to go on Zillow house. and buy a house is what you're saying? Yes. So and when, a lot of these houses are like in San Jose and like in like big tech hubs. I did it on purpose. Like How much are these houses? Phoenix, Arizona. It ranges, honestly. Like, there's a lot of like townhomes I've noticed, which would be good for. So they, so some, they're not all extremely expensive. Some of them are like sub a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. There are some reasonable ones, like in Arizona. Okay. I saw. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, I mean, the luxury real estate market has been blowing up a lot. And, dude, my, my brain gears are churning. I actually, th- I, I have an <laughs> idea, all right? So, you say a lot, are, how, are some of these, like, mega, mega mansions, like, you know, $5 million plus, or? I think I saw, like, two. Okay. But, so, yeah, there were some. A thing that a lot of extremely, a lot of wealthy people have been doing that I I completely just do not understand why anyone would want to do this with their time. But what some people have been doing is creating luxury real estate Airbnb portfolios. So, oh yeah, yeah. like I forgot who exactly it was, but some person who ran a com- company got an exit and they made like a hundred million dollars or something like that. What they started doing is buying up a lot of this luxury real estate. And that's where your thing comes in. Like now you can get it for cheaper. Um, perhaps, I mean, 40% off is, is crazy. That means you can get your skin in the game for, you don't need to be worth a ton and you can just make more money. But um, people were getting these $10 million mansions, fixing up the backyards to be really like exciting. So you, let's say you add um, a basketball court, um, sorry, Morty, but a pickleball court or like a tennis court oh, or something like that, um, you know, nice pool. <laughs> all of these different activities to do. And then you just have this ultimate destination for any sort of vacation for, you know, adults, uh, families, uh, kids, adults that are trying to be like kids. Um, and what you can do is you can host like networking events at, at these types of houses. I, I was talking to you about this. I was saying at, at some point, maybe uh, for a teen finance pod episode 100, we should uh, rent one of these places it's like a thousand dollars a night or something for one of like the smaller houses, but run with these places, fly out all the guests who have, uh, or make them fly themselves out. All, all the guests <laughs> who come on the pod. Um, I, I, I think it would, it, these networking events are massively successful. When you lock yourself in a house for a couple nights with a ton of people, you're going to get to know them. And when you're like, it, there's no better way to get to know somebody than by, you know, hooping with them in my opinion, or like, yeah. like doing something like that. So I think the, the luxury Airbnb market is definitely a, a growing thing as more people see just going to a really nice mansion as one of the ultimate vacations. And yeah, totally. a lot of them can be, you know, ranch style things. So it doesn't need to be in the most expensive area. It can be a place that you fly out to. Um, we were talking about this. We always bring up our compound that we want to build, but just buy like a piece of land in Montana, possibly on a lake or something. And then you can go wakeboarding. You can do go dirt biking, skiing and snowboarding in the winter. You just build like a ranch type thing like that. And then you can live in it with the boys and use it as your compound when you want. And then Airbnb it out uh, when you're not using it. Totally. I don't know. I think we need the compound. Yeah. Maybe we like- just do it now on the, on the black card. Why, why are we waiting? So you know yeah, what Dan's not? did I tell you this? No. Dan's family owns a piece of land southern Montana, maybe just south of south of Missoula or Butte. Possibly near like Yellowstone area. I don't think it's on a lake, but hey, if we want to go develop that, make the just steal it from him and make the teen finance compound. I'm just saying. What do you really notice if if there's like the, the teen finance recording studio? What if we flew up to Butte every um you know, Sunday, Monday to record the pod in our in every our Monday night. Yeah, I and mean, not that far. <laughs> um, no, yeah, no. no luxury luxury real estate. I mean, that sounds like a steal if you can really get stuff for forty percent off. 
if you this is i mean obviously a lot of the people listening to this uh don't have that much money just disposable uh but in the future this is just showing you like one of the a market segment that's going to exist if you want to get into real real estate investing if you want to be like a realtor or something like that this is important to know and um there're going to be other opportunities like this in the future like this stuff pops up again and again i'm sure this will probably show up in another like you know 20 year cycle when startups get a ton of vc funding and there's another housing bubble and then crash so yeah you know here can i roll into a little business idea i had the other mm-hmm. day it, it'll, mm-hmm. it'll be quick it'll be quick this is related to your little airbnb thing so i was watching this youtube video of this guy i don't know who this youtuber really was he just kind of popped up he had this big house and he was trying to find a guy to design a water park for his backyard mm-hmm. and he couldn't find anybody he could find no people who could actually design a water park for the backyard. I want a water park in my backyard. So, uh, who won it? So here's my yeah. idea. Is a company where you hire water park designers. Like, you do like legion for them, basically. Uh-huh. Like, well, off-season, because they're not always going to have work. You do legion for water park designers. You get them to basically design backyards for these ultra-rich people. And then you go out on your own. And you pitch it to these Airbnb owners, right? With big uh-huh. properties, like yeah, all yeah, through yeah, Texas, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you go, you go, okay, yeah, yeah, we can build you this water park for $20,000. You turn around, pay the designer $5,000. You get the water park in there. You pocket five grand for words. No physical effort on your part. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I mean. I was thinking about that the other day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because for any of these luxury Airbnb, I don't think it'd be like 20 grand. It'd probably be close to like 100, depending on how big the water park yeah, yeah, is. Yeah. But um, who wouldn't want a water park? And even if you don't use the water park, Saying you have a water park at your Airbnb makes it so you can list it for twice as much instantly. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it can even be like just like two slides or something like that. But it's a feature that a lot of people won't use, but that can add a lot to your um, your nightly income. So I'm on board. I want one already. Right? Like there's a little backyard water park. I know that, that idea started from a backyard theme park. I was thinking of that because I was watching a... I don't know what movie it was. It was like some children's movie that was on inside of a restaurant that I like walked into or like a store I was walked into. Mm-hmm. And this guy was like, uh, he had a, a theme park in his backyard. I and went I through like, a huh. phase of watching YouTube videos of backyard roller coasters, maybe like when I was oh, those are cool. 10 those are cool. or something. I don't know. But those always fascinated <laughs> me. Some people would go full on like they did some metal roller coasters in their backyard. Yeah, no, there's some person who's rebuilding Disneyland in his backyard. It's like actually kind of crazy. It, yeah, it's like it's like a one tenth model of Disneyland with like working rides. What the heck? <laughs> How much <laughs> space does he have? And how much money? I don't know, but he made like a full working Thunder Mountain and like cool stuff. Dang! Like that. Soon enough, you and Brianna are gonna be there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's let I I love this idea of of luxury real estate, but I'm just wondering if there are any ways that we can like. I mean, what what are some new trends that we could use to potentially automate this? Like. I'm trying to think. What's like? Oh, oh, oh. Hmm. Huh. hmm. What if there's like, like an AI that could design these these theme parks for you? What if there's an AI so capable hmm. that it could do these types of things? Do you, do you have any ideas, Sam? Hmm. Uh, I mean, hmm. Well, th- I know there's one that's really, really smart. I think it's called uh Oh, Chat GPT. <laughs> what what so 
if you guys have listened to our emergency pod from like three weeks ago, we were losing our minds over ChatGPT, over the base like free version, and now they've released ChatGPT Pro. They right? actually, they actually yeah, released yeah. ChatGPT Pro. Yeah, it's a real thing. It's no forty two dollars. It's forty two dollars a month. Forty two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with ChatGPT Pro, oh, I lose my tab on it. Oh no, I have it. Okay, so with ChatGPT Pro, right? It has like it does better job of like training data. Like so, mm-hmm. basically, when you tell it stuff, right? You know how now, like it kind of adapts. Like the more you ask the question, mm-hmm. now when you ask a question and you leave the page, it'll constantly be refreshing and downloading more data on the question you just asked. So when you ask it a second time, it gives you like a super fine tuned answer, mm-hmm. and that's a a pro only feature. And it also gives you an API, which um, Sam, what's an API? I don't know how to exactly explain. An it. API is basically a it could be, it's like a software plugin that you can use in your own software products. So for my startup, Chimp Typhoon, that for an app that we're building, one of the things we want is auto-generated messages, and we thought you know ChatGPT will be perfect for this. The thing is, the API that's currently available, it, or was available, I don't know if it's taken down now because of this pro, it was just really not good. <laughs> it, it was not a good API, hard to work with, um, wasn't doing the full functionality of the of the website. Uh, I'm wondering if this new API is redone. I'm guessing it is. I don't think they would release a you know boof version of it. I'm guessing they refreshed it. But that probably means that they took away the free API that was available, which is a bummer because we were going to try to use it. But now we'll just uh, find a different way to, to work around it, I'm sure. Just put on the black card. It's fine. Yeah, okay. You can get yeah, us back later. Yeah, facts. That's, that's <laughs> true. I know, the black card. Um, but that, that's interesting. $42 yeah. a month is an oddly specific number. Month. Is it actually like, is it $41.99, $42.99? What is it? it for, $42. 42 flat, huh? That is the most bizarre. Exactly. No. Oh, four twenty. Oh, of course. Right. 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 Is it? It's all for developers. It's Sam Altman and Elon Musk. It has to be. (laughs) Oh yeah, you're right. Elon Musk owns like a little bit of it. I think. Uh, They got They're they're joshing 100. percent It's four twenty. Yeah, you're right. Right? Probably is four twenty. Yeah. That makes sense. So. Um, Yeah. I mean, yeah. Really, if uh, if the API is worth it. For for any like sort of software thing you're building, maybe it's worth that high price point. Of course, if you're making way more than that, it doesn't matter at all. But yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think we'll see if we use that or not for our app. Yeah, yeah. Then like it also has like better like scaling features. Like I know right now I've tried to like put questions into it before and it's like crashed or said like error. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that before? I don't know. I guess Do you, you get to like you, bypass you, the the line and like the the queue yeah, to yeah. get in and stuff. No queue, no line anymore. That's fire. If you pay, I guess. Yeah. And then uh, it's just like supposed to be like higher performance. Like I think using like that fine tuning feature like the tra- mm-hmm. and like the data training. Hmm. So it's supposed to just be a lot quicker, just like handle everything better. And it seems cool. It's probably only worth it for using it for like an actual business reason. Yeah. Like personal. I mean, use. when we were talking about our initial ChatGPT video, we're like, oh, use this before you can't use it anymore. But the main thing is that ChatGPT is just one AI product there are going to be so many of them in the future and there are bound to be free ones. But you need to remember, you know, there may if, if you're not, this is a good business and finance lesson here. If the product is free, you are the product. 
you are the true product. <laughs> so for anything like Instagram, you your data and your the ads that you can be shown is the product that Instagram sells to advertisers, Facebook, whatever, Meta. For TikTok, for example, <laughs> TikTok is not the product. You are the product. TikTok is selling you to advertisers that they're going to play ads in front of. It's, you know, this is like fundamental business stuff. And you have to wonder how, um, you know, free AIs are going to implement that in the future. Because, yeah, with any business exchange, the person who's paying the money is the one receiving the product. Think about that. I mean, just just know that for, I mean, personally, I don't give a crap if I'm being sold personal ads if I get to use something for free. In my opinion, I think a lot of people are like scared of that kind of stuff. Do I care? Not really. <laughs> what are your thoughts on them to say? I don't know. Like um, there are a lot of people who are like, you know, fear-mongering, "Oh, you're you're being sold. You're like using your data is being sold." I don't I honestly don't care. I don't care if people know that I am a 16-year-old from California who has a podcast and is a likes to not sleep like i don't i don't care i could care less no one is i'm not that important like i don't know i don't know like i don't i don't love that idea but i also like i guess i accept it i'm like 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 what is my data really gonna do i guess another thing people who cover their webcams oh my gosh they bug me so much it's like you're not that guy (laughs) No one's on the, no one's on the new through uh, webcam, bro. I promise. <laughs> on the new Chromebooks, they have webcam covers on them. Have you yeah, seen that? I mean, on the like, ones at our school, yeah. It's like mesh that like goes over. It's just to get like, people built of into mind, the computer. Trust me, no one cares enough to like stare at your face looking down at a computer. It's like I wish someone cared that much. Maybe if you're Edward Snowden, but that's about it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. You wish someone cared that much. <laughs> Um, yeah, chat, I mean, all these AI products, some of them are going to be free, the paid ones are going to be better, probably, but someone will make a, make a free one to undercut the market and they'll just put ads on it or make money in some alternative form. One AI that I, I noticed a while ago and I'm like, oh, dang, this is actually really good, but it kind of flew under the radar and I mean, you know, did not have nearly the same effect as, as ChatGPT because it wasn't rolled out in such an explosive way. It was kind of like slowly added. And it's actually made by Google. And it's the autocorrect in Google Docs and the auto oh, yeah. reply for Gmail. So yeah. if you if you if you notice like sometimes and maybe it was like years ago when I'm like typing an essay on the Tokugawa Shogunate for my AP, you know, AP world history class. I would type something out and it would just like autocomplete the sentence very, very accurately and even add like specific details that I did not tell it to do. And I'm like, oh, dang, that's that's pretty good. But I didn't realize really what it was. I, I was just like, you know, this is like years ago. I was like, oh, it's like a cool autocomplete feature. No, that's like AI doing its work right there. It's, you know, surprisingly not that far off from ChatGPT. Also, when you get an email or something, you can always go to the bottom and you'll have like three pre-made responses that Google make for you. A lot of times it's basic, like sounds good, you know, looks, looks great. But a lot of yeah. times you'll notice they never really miss. Like if you read any of those responses, they would all make sense and they would all work like 90% of the time. So it definitely is analyzing those. I mean, that's one thing, like it is 
there's an AI that is analyzing your email content. If that makes you uncomfy, <laughs> you can switch on end-to-end encryption, I'm sure, with a lot of like iCloud stuff. But I don't know. I'm sure they secure it in some way. But they but it's analyzing your email content and then making an auto-generated response. Um, I don't think Apple's doing this because Apple is too big on privacy to even consider doing that with their whole end-to-end encryption stuff now on iOS 16. But I don't know, just interesting stuff that I, that, that I just recently realized has been there all along and is kind of doing similar things to the, the big AIs that we know today. Yeah, yeah, so I've seen it before doing like uh, just like assignments on Google Docs where it'll finish like my whole sentence for me. Yeah. Like it's really impressive. Like I'll, like I'll type out like it'll do pretty specific stuff too. Like for my A push final, um, mm-hmm. I was running the DBQ and it like filled in dates and time and like stuff like that. It's like all these specific. Yeah. No, I, like, it's pretty impressive. I'm wondering if this is going to... Google's inevitably going to be releasing an AI of some sort. They are a huge software company. They literally rule the world with Chrome in their search engine. I'm actually not sure if it's popular in other countries, but at least in the States, it's you know everyone has Chrome. I'm wondering if they're going to release their AI as you know something that's just an autocomplete for Google Docs, Google Search, Gmail... Or if they're going to have a dedicated like Google AI thing. And I wonder how close they would be to something like chat GPT if they bundled all of their AI stuff together right now and released it. You know, I have a feeling oh, that yeah, it would yeah. be very, very close to chat GPT. Probably. Yeah, I don't think they'd be that far off. I, I like, really don't. They, they have if, to have been doing something with AI for a while, right? Like, they have Google has so many employees I'm sure a lot of this is kept under wraps, but they definitely have a team that's just been pounding out AI work for the past, like, you know, 15 years. They, I'm, yeah, I'm 100% sure. sure that they have a ton of work done. Um, yeah, Microsoft, maybe not as much in-house because Microsoft has made such so much investment in, in open AI. Apple, I'm sure they're doing stuff. Meta is probably doing a ton. Um, all the, all those companies have been doing stuff forever. I don't know. Their stock crashed, bro. Like, what about the metaverse? Where, where's that at, man? Zuck believes. NFTs. Zuck's been growing on me. I think Zuck is actually like one of the better billionaires now. Bro, kind of just m- minds his own business, kickboxes. Bro's <laughs> a beast. Have you seen the clips is of him no. boxing and stuff? No, he's like, he's pretty good. It's honestly, not bad. Yeah, bro's the next huh. Andrew Emery Tate or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I keep seeing videos about his cars being taken. People mm. in all the comments are just the I matrix has attacked. And the I'm like, matrix is attacked. No, straight up. Like, oh my god. All right, I'm gonna say, oh, maybe the matrix will attack you if you make oh, when I'm billions, billions of dollars off of your new side hustle. That I'm excited to hear. I have a hunch. I have a hunch about what it your is. Hun- but... Your hunch is possibly right. No, so, I, it's correct. I guarantee it. Let's okay. Yeah, let's yeah, go, go for it. Go yeah, for you it. got it. So, so I was my. Dad sent me this article about this guy who published children's book using, you know, like Kindle Direct Publishing through Amazon. Yes, explain what KDP is for people who don't know. Yeah, so KDP is basically just a platform for Amazon where you can publish your book for, I think, like 99 cents per book. And it goes on to Kindle. They will, they will I think they'll even print hardcovers for they you. They will print hardcovers for you. They'll print, they'll print your book for you, like, to order. And it'll put on the Kindle store for, like, 99 cents flat. And it's pretty hands-free for you. 
And so what this guy was doing, he was this doing print on demand. If you've if you know what print on demand t-shirts are, same idea yeah. for bucks. But it's obviously easier to like print on bucks and bind it. So yeah. Yeah, totally. So what this guy was doing was he was um he was writing children's books. He was having just like uh, he would submit out a contest to elementary schoolers mm-hmm. for the best children's book. And then he would give the winner like $200, I think, or $250 to the yeah. prize. Because he was like, he's friends with like local high school or local elementary school teachers. And then he would pay an artist on Fiverr like $20 to draw the book, right? Yeah. And then he would go and publish it and it would make maybe a couple thousand before it kind of fell off. Did he publish it under his name or did he give them credit? He published under his name. He published under his name because they're kids, but... Yeah, but well, he bought it from them, right? He gave okay, them yeah, the prize sure, money. Sure, sure, yeah, sure. I, uh, uh, maybe a little weird, but um, then he said at the end, his his new little twist was he's using Chat GPT to I write, knew it, bro. I, I saw this shit coming from a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> so he used Chat GPT to write a story, and I was looking at it. You can actually make Chat GPT do really specific stuff, like mm-hmm. write me, like write me a book about a boy named Timmy who climbed up a mountain onto a castle and teach a lesson about persistence and then like it'll do it perfectly and it'll like actually put it in pretty well i know this works and you know why it's because i've done it not with kindle direct publishing but i've had chat gpt write me a children's book for all right okay i'm about to snitch on myself actually (laughs) no it's not snitching on myself i was using the sources available to me i wrote a children's book i i wrote the rough draft of a children's book project with chat gpt there were lots of problems with it maybe <laughs> if i was just going from scratch it would have ended up at the same point <laughs> but that because i had it that was because i had to make a lot of historical accuracies if you're writing a fiction book none of that would have mattered and you would have been able to just like you know press send and fix some grammar mistakes and you're good um but no i mean it gave me like a decent rough draft that i was able to fix up and um make it through a beautiful little story about the lost colony of roanoke I don't have it with me. I turned in the, <laughs> the physical copy, but yeah. Oh, oh, this is the Marshak thing. Okay. Yes. Um, he should not be mentioned. But um, okay. So further on from there, right? So you, you get Chad GPT to write your story, mm-hmm. right? And then you go to like Dolly, like a platform that can write, that can draw for you, right? Okay. You go, so Raleigh used Dolly to do his illustrations for his um. Yeah, his I think he told me that. Book. Yeah. And it worked pretty well, didn't it? Totally. Yeah, and so, but here's my idea, is that I just mass produce these. Yeah, yes. Just, I just yes. keep going and going, yes. and I go follow, like, trends. I figure out, like, what parents want to mm-hmm. teach their kids, right? Mm-hmm. And I just mass produce them. I yep. just keep pumping out books, and it's, I what, 99 it, dude, cents is, a time, right? I love it, Okay, Bizeo. I put $100 into this. I make 100 books. If I can sell $100 worth of books, my time really wasn't wasted, because it should take me, like, you know, once I get quick at it, probably 20, 30 minutes per book. Maceo, please do this, dude. I want to see if this works. Like, <laughs> actually, please do it. I feel I, like it might. You will. I, it'll work so well. I guarantee it. It'll work so well. I just have to dedicate the time to just typing it in and then yeah, copying no, it over. It won't even typing take that it in much. and then copying it over. I'll but go I feel in like on it with you if you want. Actually, no, I don't know. I kind of want this to be your own thing. I want to see what you can do with it. All right. I'm, I'll try it. I'm going to try it. It's going to happen. I'll motivate you, but... Bro, I think you could kill it with this. I, it's a great, it's a great idea. It really is. And, yeah, and I think just like if I just flood the market, like what are they going to do? You just make you yeah, no. The mass producing is a strat. You need to have a book for like every possibility, and you you need to 
make a you need a pen name. You don't want to be Maceo do. Jai. You got to go anonymous. What's your name going to be? Maybe we let the pod decide what your name is going to be for these books. First comment for the first person to comment will we'll do a poll or something be my name. or i don't oh, know yeah, no, no, do no. first poll. person to leave a review with maceo's pen name if anyone is listening to this pod right now <laughs> go on to apple podcasts maybe you can dm us too i don't know first person you to give DM us a, a, a actually good it can't be in a it can't be like really inappropriate kids because book. that it's yeah it's, it's kids book um but you need it you need a pen name maybe you can have like a, it has a very very secret hidden meaning then that's fine but We'll we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, no, I'd been thinking about doing KDP for a while. I want to write a book. Like I want to write a book, not not like a like a real like a real book. I, I was thinking oh, yeah, about yeah. this. Okay. I'm like, I, my basic idea was that I would I would write some sort of book. I would just write like a page a day or something. Honestly, I, I meant to start this like weeks ago. I have an idea for a book. I'm not ready to share it yet. But I will beta test the general idea on the podcast first to see if it hits. And then I'll know if okay. I want to continue. But um, yeah, no, I, I, I think, uh, I mean, I'm a 16-year-old, not extremely wise, but I feel like I have enough. It, I've, I have enough stuff where I think I could put together some sort of self-help finance-related book um, that... I mean, you put it on KDP, there's no risk besides the sunk cost of the, I mean, the opportunity cost of all that time you spent writing. But I feel like I'd become a better writer. And as long as I'm still enjoying it, it's almost like I'm just journaling for a while, yeah. putting out something. So it's like five bucks to, to, you know, print a hard copy or that's how much KDP takes off of it. So you charge like 15 bucks for a buck, $20 for a buck. You're making money if you're selling copies. So I feel like that's so reasonable too. Like it's really not it's so cheap. So I don't know yeah. why. Like self-publishing on KDP is gonna be huge. Of course, you don't get all the benefits. I'm not I don't know anything about this. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna call up a friend. I have a friend who is a three times best selling author and and we're gonna have him on the pod and, and he's gonna tell us all about this world because if I wanna write a book, I mean he's a, he's the one to ask. Um I'm gonna, I'll DM him and we'll, and we'll try to get him on. Um, this uh, what was that guy's name? He, he went to sh- school for a little bit, right? Don't oh, oh, don't. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. You guys will see who we it got, is. We gotta tease it. We gotta tease it. We we, we gotta we gotta, we gotta tease it. But um, yeah, no, he, he's a super fun guy, and he's a very he's a very very successful like six, 17, 18 year old. I don't know, bro. Dropped out of high school, and he runs a media <laughs> business and publishes books and travels the world. It's it's pretty sick. Oh, what a um, life. All right. KDP, great. Another thing that Amazon, you know what? Okay, I should do more research on this. We'll revisit this 100% when we do a separate video just about, you know, different drop shipping esque things like KDP. Um, but Amazon, I, to be honest, okay, I have no research done on this. I'm just going to do this real quick and then we'll wrap the pod. But um, today, at baseball practice, my friend Colby was telling me, he's like, yo, Sam, uh, have you heard about merch by Amazon? I'm like, no, what is that? So I think recently Amazon, you know, I'm just going to pull up a Google. I'm so, this is, this is really bad because I, <laughs> I, I haven't done any, any, uh, research, but I think Amazon has just released a product called Amazon merch on demand. So it's basically print on demand, Amazon merch, but it's fulfilled by Amazon and you get Amazon 
shipping times. So basically, they're trying to merc like Teespring in those kinds of companies. Uh huh. So like the companies in the pa- and and other like I mean you know Teespring and if you do like a Shopify plus Printful or Printly stack, I don't know what all those all those brands are, but basically. You make a design, you put it on like a t-shirt or a sweater. They, you don't hold any inventory. You're just using, okay, I'm looking at the thing, world-class print technology to print the product on demand. And then they prime ship it. So that's the main issue huh. with all of these um, with all of these print-on-demand merch services. Their shipping yeah. times are really, really slow. Using Amazon's network, I think, like... It's going to be, this is going to change the game for print on demand. So what my friend Colby was doing was making, he's just going to make out, pump out designs and try to sell them. So fun story. My sister and I thought about doing this years ago. We wanted to, I think we even like made an account and stuff for something called teacher t-shirts. Our idea was we would just put, you know how like teachers buy like t-shirts that have like teacher memes on them and stuff. Yeah. The idea was to mass produce them put it on Teespring and then run like Facebook ads or something and try to get people to buy them. My sister would do the art. I would figure out the business side of it. We never really executed on it because it is very hard to get someone to make a purchase through Teespring. What is not hard to get someone to do make a purchase through Amazon. I think Amazon, this Amazon merch on demand thing is going to be huge very, very quickly it's also going to get saturated very, very quickly. So if you <laughs> want to make money using Amazon Merch On Demand, you have to go now because there will be a trillion people making a trillion different t-shirt listings within less than a month is my prediction um, once once word gets out about this. I think it's very new. Not... Yeah. January 8th, eight days ago. It is brand new, I think. Yeah. Huh. Teen Finance mm. merch coming soon. No, maybe not. This one's from July 15th. I don't know. I think it's, it's maybe we make Teen Finance merch and sell it on Amazon. That could be that could be fire. So, yeah, that's it for this pod. Um we'll we'll revisit I'll do more research on the Amazon merch on demand. We'll do more research on the KDP. I'll try to get the friend on. We'll come back to all of this stuff. But so, I need to see some books, dude. They're going to be crazy. I'm going to buy, I mean, what, you're saying like children's books? Yeah. That's about my reading level, so I think that'll be perfect for me. I'll, I mean, I'll be I might, I might have customer. to help you with a few words, but. Huh? Nah, I mean, like, just, just a little bit of vocab, and I should be should be chilling, like, I don't know. The average, if, as long as the average word length is, is like uh, three letters or something, I'll be muy bien. Yeah, I'll ask ChatGPT to write it in that in that range. And, and, and I really think you like, can figure it out. You can you can ask GBT, ChatGPT to like write it in very dumb language. Simple terms. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think you say make it simpler, then say make it simpler, then say make it simpler, then say make it simpler. And eventually, it'll just be speaking in caveman talk. Or, yeah, it'll, exactly. It'll, it'll just put this in Fortnite terms, single. please. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait. <laughs> Mark your calendars for next week. Also. Mm, all I'm, all I'm going to say is the bod pod. I'll, I'll leave it there. I'll leave it the there. Bod but that, that, the bod pod is coming at some point. Um, yeah, these next few weeks are going to be very hectic and exciting for me. I'm going to Santa Barbara next weekend. And say we'll need to figure out a time to record the pod. 
not no not okay. next weekend weekend after next weekend then the weekend okay, okay. after that we have winter formal and then oh, we do. three days later i am going to edinburgh and london and i might record a pod oh right right right, right right i think that could be cool we do a little remote pod from from london maybe i'll get maybe i'll find max bunting off the street and we'll have him come back on <laughs> you should go meet up with them have lunch uh, yeah i know i i know straight up um all right that's it mark your calendars for that it's gonna be exciting we will see you guys later. Adios, bye bye. mis amigos.